Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This day, we thank you because you're so good, Lord. We thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. Lord, we thank you for keeping us through this week, God. And we thank you for helping us to stand when the enemy was trying to come in like a flood. But, Lord, we thank you for lifting up your strength. Standard against the enemy. And God, we praise you and we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Lord, we ask you to move us out the way so that you can come in and speak to this next man up summit a word from the Lord. Lord, we want to hear from you to what you're saying through our vessels to the kingdom of God on this night. And God, we ask you to forgive us if we committed any sin, if we've done anything, any wrong that's displeasing in your sight. Lord, forgive us in the name of Jesus. We ask you to move every hindrance, crush every demonic spirit that will dare to try to show its face during this broadcast. We command it out to the lake of fire in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to bless Brother Ron as he moderates this next man up summit on tonight. God, anoint him and word his mouth and use him for your glory. And God, we thank you. We'll be so careful to give your name the honor and the praise and the glory that it is due. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hello, everyone, and praise the Lord. I'm Ryan E. Jefferson, and welcome to Next Man Up Men's Stuff. We are men who freely choose God, and we are freely chosen by God. We are here to represent men of faith through discussions, demonstrations, and convictions. Next Man Up Men's Summit obligation is to enlighten all men, but we are not restricting ourselves to exclusively men, but we encourage women listeners to join us and celebrate our spiritual morality, liberation, and dignity together as people of faith as we honor God Almighty and Jesus Christ, our Savior. It is a wonderful privilege for me to be here to moderate this awesome men's panel. I'm talking about awesome and mighty men of God. I know for myself, in the time that I have had to get to know these men of God, it is just an extreme privilege for me to just come and just facilitate this particular show. So, 
Without any further ado, if we could just go ahead and get a roll call, what I would like to do is to start uh, with Dr. Paul Kelly and Apostle John E. Ross. Uh, if you all would just go ahead and refresh those who have uh, already been listening to the broadcast about who you are in ministry, and uh, then what we'd like to do is just maybe just start highlighting this awesome show topic of acceptable to God. So. Uh, uh, if you please, Dr. Paul Kelly, go ahead, sir, and introduce yourself and uh, share with us some of the awesome ministry work that God has you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, mighty man of God, and thank you for moderating this powerful platform. We are elated, we are elated, and we're excited, and shout out to our producer, Jerry Royce, and Apostle John Ross, and other men on the panel who's joining us. I am Dr. Paul Kelly, President and Dean of Pastors Time International Bible College, host of Pastors Time International Ministries on Jerry Roy's Live. Amen. I'm also a father, pastor, father figure, amen, author of several books, amen, former General Baptist Convention of Oklahoma Convention President, NAACP, amen, uh, chairperson in Lawton, Oklahoma, historian. But most important, Ron, I am a family man. I'm a, a just a down to earth brother, man. And we just we just here. I love the youth. Love helping the homeless, helping the poor, uh, the disabled. We, we're just excited, and we're ready to have some fun. I'm on fire. Amen. <laughs> Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Kelly. Apostle John E. Ross, come on, sir. Introduce yourself. Refresh uh, our listeners with who you are in God and the awesome ministry that God has for you. I am the Apostle Designate Minister John E. Ross, lead minister and founder of the Omega International Profiting Ministries, and also the creator and host of the Let's Talk to the Lord Gospel Radio Talk Show. And we stream live every Wednesday at 8 o'clock Central Time from Speaker.com. If you want to join us, just go to Speaker.com and put in Let's Talk to the Lord gospel radio talk show hit enter you will see my picture click on my picture once you do you will see a red highlighted live button just click on that button and you will join the broadcast live and of course you know i think it was just maybe it was the lord that when i seen that uh, my brother ron e jefferson was moderating this next man up and then of course if you come and tune in this coming wednesday he is also my guest on the Let's Talk to the Lord gospel radio talk show. And our topic is power in purpose and strength in, what is that? Strength in suffering. Power in purpose and strength in suffering. That is the topic of the week. So tune in on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock and hear this man of God on fire for God deliver this topic to the kingdom. And if you have not picked up, remember now, Thy Creator, it is available in all digital outlet centers. I would appreciate your support. So we're glad to be here with Dr. K. 
Kelly and Ron E. Jefferson, Jerry, and all the other panelists that's going to be with us on tonight. We thank God, and we are ready to dig into God's Word on tonight. Amen. Amen. Bless you, sir. Bless you, Apostle John E. Ross. And certainly last, but not least of all, from the very uh, Royce clan himself, we are happy to have Brandon Royce here with us tonight as well. Come on, Brandon Royce, share with us who you are and what God has you doing in ministry, sir. Praise the Lord, Brandon. Oh, I'm sorry, my phone was breaking up a little bit. Uh, my apologies. First and foremost, giving all glory, honor, and praise to my Lord and Savior. Uh, yes, sir. Second, thanking uh, PPXXI Christian Media for the platform, as always. Thank you for this beautiful show. Um, I guess a little bit about me, first things first, child of God, humble servant, um, just ready and willing to be used by him in whatever way that manifests itself. Um, in this season, it's manifesting itself in uh, heavy mentorship, um, also an opportunity to have a multimedia platform of my own in which I uh, attack or approach everyday situations, headline news, um, any kind of story that might be deemed controversial. Um, we cover it there, of course, with Christ at the center and God at the foundation. But the purpose is for people to take those situations and look at it from a different perspective without the, the slant or bias that mainstream news or just people that have been programmed um, in their reporting. And so I'm excited about that. My first video is going to drop soon. I have three articles that have already been posted. Um, Lucy Media Group is the name, so you can look on all the social media platforms and find me and follow me and be updated on everything as it unfolds. And last but not least, uh, I have a style of apparel line that is complimentary to Lucy Media Group, all under the umbrella of Lucy, which stands for Let Us Serve Us, meaning that we ought to have a heart of service one for another. You know, it's the second book of the great commandments that, that Jesus gave us. Um, and so I'm excited with that apparel line. Again, just follow me on social media, Lucy Media Group, Lucy Design, and the rest of the world will tell itself. Amen. Amen, amen. That's awesome, young man. You keep doing what you're doing. Listen, what we want to do is we want to jump right into this show topic, and it is an awesome show topic, one that is very, very needful for us today. Genesis, the fourth chapter, the fourth and the fifth verse, it says, In his presence, Abel brought the firstling of his flock and of their fat portions, and the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering, but for Cain and for his offering, 
he had no regard. Now, just briefly, I would just like to just just mention this, and I'm going to pass it on to these awesome men of God so that we can get into the meat of this discussion. What we deem as acceptable is not always what the Lord God says is acceptable. I would even go so far as to say that many times we choose what's acceptable for us and then push, pull, and plead for God to accept. Now, this is totally unacceptable. But here we can see more of the differences in us who are the natural and God who is spiritual. This is why so many argue and dispute the Holy Bible, claiming that certain chapters disagree with other chapters and scriptures in an attempt to nullify and disqualify the Bible's authority. Now, if the Bible is not inerrant, then we feel privileged to write in our own moral, intellectual, and spiritual principles. In effect, creating our own acceptable quotas. Now, before I pass it on to, I'm going to start with Dr. Kelly, but I do believe, Dr. Kelly, that Cain's issue of sacrifice was that it did not follow what the Lord God had declared to be appropriate. Now, he being agriculturally inclined, chose to give God a sacrifice based on his efforts to please God by the knowledge of farming to impress God, which in turn put the spotlight back to himself and self-satisfaction by using the sweat of his brow. What um, comments, what, what interjection do you have for us today uh, regarding what is acceptable to God, Dr. Kelly? Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, man of God, um, Minister Ron Jefferson. I like the way you set this dialogue, sir. I commend you on that. And I must go back and reflect on what you just said, sir, for opening up this platform. Uh, many times you said, sir, and it's powerful. And I know God is feeding you on tonight. But we're going to have some fun. Yes. You, you basically said, man of God, many times we accept we expect to accept what God, what is acceptable. Yeah. Many times, we'll say that again, because you, you, man, you laid it down powerfully. Many yeah. times we expect to accept, amen, uh, what God, amen, does not accept. Many times we expect to accept what God, amen, and then you were smooth about it, Mr. Jefferson. You were smooth when you said Cain, amen, was a, it was the uh, agriculture. Come on, somebody. Amen. Yes, sir. However, yes, we're going to have some fun on tonight. However, I, I, I would just like to say within just a two-minute synopsis, amen, in this particular uh, passage, man, this this powerful stuff. And we also, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Jefferson, Mr. Jefferson, we also like to thank Amen, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brandon, for offering uh, these these powerful devotion. This is very, very good spiritual truth. Amen. So, Amen. Within two minutes, Amen. Uh, this this the Bible does not say why God rejected Cain's sacrifice. It does doesn't really say that. Amen. And from my spirit of what God has revealed to me, Mr. Jefferson, perhaps Cain's attitude was improper. Based on your dialogue, based on the way you laid this foundation, doctor, praise God. Uh, the Bible does mm -hmm. not say why, why, why God rejected Cain's sacrifice. 
perhaps Cain's his, his behavior, his attitude wasn't improper, or his behavior, or perhaps his offering was not up to God's standard. But however, God allowed, God gave him an opportunity to get it right. And having said that, in 30 seconds, I would just like to add this to what perhaps what was going on in Brother Cain. Doubt, mm. Mr. Jefferson, into our panel and to those viewers, doubt sometimes make you question God's word and his goodness. Discouragement, okay. it makes you look at your problems mm. rather than at God. Diversion, he was definitely diverted, man. He was, remember, Satan was lurking, amen. So diversion makes the wrong things look right. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. And sometimes it makes things look attractive so that you would not want them. You would want them more than the right thing. And defeat. He knew something was wrong, amen, with what was going on, so his mind was defeated. So sometimes defeat makes you feel like a failure so that you don't even try. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind, God was still there for him. God wanted him to get it right. And last but not least, amen, in this last five seconds, the delay makes you put off doing something that is never get done. He had the opportunity to get it right. Thank you, Mr. Jefferson. Amen, amen. That's Dr. Paul Kelly breaking it down with words, and we're not finished. But uh, we do want to move on to Apostle John E. Ross and see if he can continue on, because like uh, Dr. Paul Kelly said, that we can enjoy having this discussion on, on what the Bible teaches and what the Bible preaches. So uh, before we go to our first music break, Apostle John E. Ross, whatever God put in your spirit, uh, maybe you can come in uh, as uh, to complement whatever Dr. Kelly has already shared with us, or you may be coming from your very own perspective. But right now, my dear brother, we are looking forward to hearing a word from you on this particular subject. What is acceptable to God? Come on with it, the man of God. Brother Ron, this next man up topic for this week is coming from a passage of scripture that I used for one of my first sermons that I had ever preached. And the title of that sermon is, What Kind of Attitude Do You Have? Coming from Genesis, the fourth chapter, the third to the fifth verses. And I discovered in this passage of scripture by Revelation that God received and rejected their offerings because of the attitude by which their offerings were presented, God gave me a word that declares that our attitude determines our altitude. And That's I it, say this, this day to the Next Man Up Summit, what kind of attitude do you have as the Next Man Up Summit? Please, mm. allow, me, please allow me to get to the point. Your attitude meaning the way in which you carry out your created purpose. God views that as your attitude toward God. That is your attitude of your offer that you offer God, what is your attitude about your callings, your mantles, and your gifts, and your relationship with God through Jesus Christ? This topic references last week's discussion about idolatry and the quality of fruit. Kingdom, the Lord accepted the offering of Abel because he came before God in true faith and dedication and holiness and pureness and righteousness. Cain's offering was rejected because he lacked sincere obedience, meaning Cain's deeds were evil. Cain never
never had real faith in God, or if he did have faith in God at one time, he did not continue, which makes him an apostate before God. We must reject the gospel that says you can never be out of fellowship with God. Cain was out of relationship and fellowship, meaning that being baptized in the Holy Spirit, we must be, must have the fruit of Christ's Spirit in our character. We must understand when we have the spirit of Cain, we do not have a true heart for God. God will reject your worship. God will reject your works. And God will, will reject everything you do will Mama. be in vain. Your works will be in vain and there will be no yes. reward because the kingdom of heaven, there will be no reward in the kingdom of heaven because Cain, like the demonic world, has a, had a hostile attitude against Abel. And that's why Mama. we must stay covered by the protection that comes with the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Powerful words by Apostle John E. Ross talking about what is acceptable to God. We are just warming up with this conversation, so don't you all go nowhere. And then we still have our special guest panelist, Brandon Royce. He is waiting, and we know that young man is on fire for the Lord. But right now, we're going to go ahead and take our first music break. And it is by the group Refresher. Because we all need refreshing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for refreshing us. Yes, this sir. song is entitled, I Choose to Worship. And you are being uplifted and encouraged in your spirit right now by Next Man Up Men Summit. Don't you go nowhere. Hallelujah. You're listening to Worldwide Podcast.
name is Davis and I'm from Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here, Positive Power 21. Jerry Walsh Live Worldwide. You are listening to Jerry Walsh Live Worldwide Podcast. Amen, amen. We are celebrating our Lord Jesus Christ right here on Next Man Up. Man, some have distinguished guests, Dr. Paul Kelly, Apostle John E. Ross, and of course, Brandon Royce, myself, Ryan E. Jefferson. Happy to be here with you all on this Next Man Up Men Summit. Uh, just a note, First um, Samuel 15 and 22, the prophet Samuel replied, he says, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams, talking about what is acceptable to God. So, um, Brandon Royce, young man, what are your thoughts on what is acceptable to God? Ah, uh, yes. Well, you know, um, this devotion, man, it's, it's really a lot to unpack when you think about sacrifice and what worship means. And so with the amount of time that I have, I want to focus on, I guess, two main points. Um, one being what exactly it means to worship, what, what that entails, and then I guess very, very closely complementary to that, why should we worship? And so I think if we attack those two questions, it'll give us the proper godly perspective on what we ought to do and why we ought to do it. So if we think about what worship is, um, I think, especially in modern times, at least from, you know, as far as I can tell, um, people have gotten so far away from what it actually means to worship. And, and we have a, 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 a very carnal um, approach to it where we think about going to church on a Sunday, you know, and our Sunday's best, um, and, and watching these performances, these people put on performances to please our flesh um, and mm, to, sat okay. to, sat to satisfy us, you know, as opposed to taking whatever happens there and allowing that to feed our spirits so we can commune with God. You know, I think we, we get the wrong idea. You know, I've heard people say, they didn't play my song, so I couldn't get into it. Or he didn't really preach a word to me. You know, things like that. Mm. In other words, we don't have the proper perspective on what worship is. So I think dialing back to understand what worship really means, we have to understand who God is. And so if you understand yeah. that God, God is worthy to be praised, he's worthy to be worshipped because he is the creator of all mm. things. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He, he, he molded us in his image, and he built us for a purpose, to worship him, to commune with him forever. You know, we, we messed that up. So in messing that yeah. up, we, 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 <laughs> we separated ourselves from that initial meaning that God had for worship. And so once you understand who God is, it makes it a lot easier because, you know, you, we claim we're Christians, so that means we want to live for him. So if we want to live for him, we have, mm -hmm. to, obey his, we have to obey his commandments. And his commandments Amen. tell us that we are to worship him in spirit and in truth. And so yeah. what really helps me 
is just always taking time to reflect on how good he's been to me and understanding that worship mm-hmm. is not a ritualistic, legalistic practice. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of speaking. It's a way of acting towards one another. And so Amen. that really that really puts it in the proper perspective for me. And it, and that's also helped me as I mentor, you know, and impart to anybody else that I that I have interaction with. So understanding what it really means to worship and why we worship. That'll change our heart, Amen. that'll con- that that'll convict us, that will mm-hmm. that will take us out of the legalistic aspect of it. That'll that'll put us right on the track that we need to be. Amen. 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 There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The millennial church congregation breaking it down for what is acceptable. Talking about acceptable worship. Talking about uh, acceptable sacrifice. Acceptable Christian living is really the bottom line. So um, I would uh, interject this thought that um, the question and the inquiry is what may we be guilty of in transferring what God deems acceptable as opposed to what we call to be acceptable. Because sometimes, you know, we will make requests on God and then try to get to uh, persuade God to work that thing out on our behalf, in essence, making it acceptable by trying to push God into a corner with our high spirituality. But my question is, and my thought I would like to direct to you, um, Dr. Kelly, is God is understanding. So God knows our heart. We'll use this as a justification. Oh, God is so understanding. He knows my heart. He knows my intentions are good. So what should, so that should qualify as acceptable because we'll turn God's holy nature and his intrinsic characteristics to our advantage by saying things like God is understanding. What would you say to that, Dr. Kelly? Praise God. Praise God, man of God. That is that is a powerful question. Amen. If you may allow me, uh, Minister Jefferson, to elaborate about one minute on Mr. Brandon's um, his commentary when he was referencing uh, what it means to worship because it ties in with your very question. Amen. Even mm-hmm. when we go back to uh, what is acceptable and God's understanding. Amen. And, and, and it also ties in with Mr. Uh, uh, John's reference, praise God, of an yes, attitude, praise God. Just, just, well, actually, this is just a one-minute synopsis, and I thank God for feeding us on tonight. Amen. Uh, first of all, Mr. Brandon Sampson, Sampson, amen, his reference in what it means to worship, amen, and why are we to worship, amen. God created Adam and Eve for that very purpose, to worship to worship, amen. Every now and then we can just throw up our hands, Mr. Jefferson, and just give God some praise, amen. But we are to give him the best of praise, not just mediocre. Come on, somebody. And having said that, Mr. Mr. Sampson, amen, I like that. I believe brother got some preaching in him, uh, John, uh, Mr. Jefferson. I I think he got some preaching in him, amen. Amen. So when we are to give God, Our worship, we must give him the best. 
Amen. In the last minute, Amen, of your of your question, Amen, I should say, of your of your dialogue, you 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 going you keep going back to something powerful, sir, Mister Mister Jefferson. What is acceptable? God's understanding. Yes, God's understanding. Mm-hmm. God evaluate both our motives, uh, Mister Jefferson, both our motives and our quality of what we offer Him. I'm going to say that again. God evaluates both our motives and our quality of what we offer him. So when we give God and others, when we, yes, when we give God the best, come on, somebody. Amen. When we give him the very best, amen, it is coming from our heart. It is coming from our soul. It is coming from our, if I give him my last penny, I'm saying, God, here's my very best. This is all I have to offer, God. Oh, God, I ask you to bless this penny because I have worked for this penny, God, so I'm giving you my best. I'm giving you my best. That's it, John. Y'all had a preacher running around the house, man. <laughs> amen. 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 This, Praise this the Lord. Deep. Thank you. This thank you. Thank you, Dr. Kelly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is powerful. Uh, response and uh, comments. Uh, uh, Apostle John E. Ross, we will use certain justifications that we have. Uh, we'll say God is understanding, but we'll also say things like God is merciful. God knows I'm going through, so God knows I'm weak. So we'll make these excuses to give God that sacrifice that we would label as being acceptable when in essence, it may not be the very thing that God has required, but God is merciful. He's understanding. And what would your response to be when we start making these these blanket justifications on God uh, trying to back him into a corner? Well, Brother Ron, a good offering means or is a person who follows the holiness legislation to the very best of their ability and allows Jesus Christ to change their character and loves and stands firmly on the revelation of God's word. And what that means is that you are the next man up that has sincere regard for your offering, and by doing so, you guard and protect your anointings, your abilities, your gifts, your callings, your mantles. And because you protect and care about yourself and how you present yourself as that living sacrifice, allowing Christ and God's Holy Spirit to change your inner character, which is most precious to God, God will receive your offerings and all that you do every time. Many religions, they mess up and they end up in the same place as Cain because they they feel that they can have relationship with God on their own terms, but it's Satan's desire to use to possess, but we must, through Jesus Christ, learn to allow God to help us master those temptations. See, it is impossible to have relationship with God on our terms. We have relationship with God on God's terms, and so the bottom line is after the death of Jesus on the cross, this sacrificial system was no longer 
effective, it was no longer in order after he was that living sacrifice on the cross and he gave his life for us. So now, after he died and after he rose again, now we must come to the realization that we are the living sacrifice. We are the offering. So he looks at us and he looks at our character and the fruit of the Spirit, which is Christ. Do you have the fruit of the Spirit in what you are doing? If you do, he will receive your offering, he will receive your works, and you will receive your reward. But if you have sin and iniquity in your heart and in your mind and in what you are doing, and you are not in the word and you are not in true relationship with God through Jesus Christ, he will reject what you were doing. Satan will reward you. And in the end, you will hear him say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Meaning what? We never connected. We never had relationship. You didn't come to me the way I said. You come to me the way you wanted. And so now, then the, the reward is eternal damnation. Yes, Lord, we sure don't want that. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. That's powerful words, but the whole truth needs to be told. Amen. Listen, we're going to bring in the hardest working man on internet, radio, and television, and that is the RCO for Powerful Christian Radio, talking about Positive Power 21, Christian Media, and that is none other than CEO founder Jerry Royce. Come on in, Batman, and give us your take on what is acceptable to God. What's up? What's up? What's up, family? (laughs) Well, I like what everyone said tonight, and I'm not going to go back and repeat, because I think everybody was very brilliant on that take on uh, what is acceptable to God. But I'm going to just talk about, about me. You know, when I read uh, the commentary from Brandon, I was and I was reading exactly the piece about Adam and Eve, and then you you know you think about God doesn't have any favorites. You know, you have some of us is, has have completely devoted our entire life to God's ministry, but yet as a as a as a as flesh, you look out there and you see people who are reaping the the benefits of the of the world. You know, driving the big rides and living in the big homes and eat well, and yet you have this 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 one individual has devoted his entire life to the ministry and he's struggling just to keep his doors open and to keep the cupboards filled just to help the people that's in the community. And and and, and then you look at this person, he, he's he's majority of his life has been living sadness, you know, because of the way he see his people, you know, it's in his community. He can't do no more for them. And then you say, wow, you know, has God favored those, those like those rock stars or those rap stars over that person who's doing his work? And then, you know, you read that piece and you say, God does, but that guy's probably, that guy's going to reap a lot more than just what's on this earth. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was pretty deep for me to read that piece. Cause, you know, cause I think about my work and it's like, I'm not doing this to like try to get a ticket t- into heaven. It's like, it's the way God had, 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 the way he created me. You know, I'd like to encourage people. I want to use my gifts to help them to rise, you know, not just, become 
you know, abundant and prosper, but just so they can deliver the message that God has specifically gave to them to give to the world. I mean, th- today I had yes, I had two straight deep conversations with with two Christian rappers, one male, one female, and and I, and when I when I finished when I was finished with my text with the young lady. She didn't realize how special her gifts were because I told her, I said, I watch you online and it is something really special about your message. But I, I don't think it's supposed you supposed to keep doing that same thing that you've been doing all these years and with everybody. I think you you at another level. And when I told her that she said, oh, my God, you know, so, you know. I, I just I, I thought that piece that Brandon wrote was 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 really really deep, and I think that, that anybody who's struggling with why you know why me you know why, why I don't look like those people why I don't have those things, then then that's where you gotta go back and think about why why God created you. He, he created you something special, and that's what's going. And, and so the work you do, that's what's going to be acceptable to God. You know, you, you may not have all the yeah, money to yeah. to give to the church. You may not have everything, mm-hmm. you know, to give to your children. You know, you know, you can't really compare yourself to 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 the other, you know, the other people that was created. You know, so it's like mm. you, you as an individual is something special about you. You know, you piece of his master plan. And that's the piece that people forget about. Especially the ones out here that, that are that are that are that are destructive right now, not just to to them but to society, you know. So uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, that's what I think is acceptable. Mm. Thank you, amen. Thank you, Jeff. amen, amen, amen. That is our CEO right here, Positive Power Twenty One Christian Media, Jerry Royce, breaking it down, letting us know what is acceptable as he understands. What a powerful panel! What a powerful guest of men of God that we have here tonight, breaking it down. And I love the fellowship with men of God. Now you know, Apostle Johnny e. Ross is not just a phenomenal speaker and a man of God when he facilitates and breaks down the Word of God, but he is also gospel artist and we are about to enjoy this man of god's music with know thy creator so don't y'all go nowhere you are listening to next man of men summit hallelujah hallelujah all right hold tight everybody robot acting kind of funny tonight I guess we better go ahead Keep it moving <laughs> Can you feel the power? There you go There you go
to have no pleasure in this. Jesus is calling while you're young. He is soon to come. It's never too late. But you're giving it life today. Won't you remember? And I'm from Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here, Prozive Power 21. Jerry was live worldwide. Amen. That's how we do it worldwide, right here on Positive Power 21 Christian Media. Next man up, men summit. And we are talking about what's acceptable to God. You know, we will uh, sometimes try to either knowingly or unknowingly manipulate God. We can. 
when we lose grip with our touch, with our spiritual connection to keep brevity and balance and buoyancy so that we will not become spiritual, egotistical people of God. It can happen to so spiritual people. We'll say God is understanding, God is merciful, God is kind, and God hears. So we'll say, God, you know I need this, trying to manipulate, but it's really about pleading to God and letting that mind that was in Christ be in us so that we will know what is acceptable to God. Now, gentlemen, we have a few minutes left, and if you'd be so kind, I would love for you to just go ahead and just sum, sum, summarize all of this that we can put together in just a few minutes that we have left. So, Brandon, I'm going to ask you to go first, and then uh, Apostle John E. Ross, thank you for that awesome gospel music. Uh, God is calling. Remember now thy creator. You know I play it all the time on my fire. But and then we're going to wrap it up with you, Dr. Kelly, in the last few minutes that we have. So, Brandon, sir, uh, any closing thoughts that you have for us tonight? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, if, if you wouldn't mind indulging me, I want to read a couple of passages. Um, one that ties directly into worship, and then the other one addresses what uh, Jerry Royce was talking about. Um, so, I'll start with the first one that ties directly into worship: uh, Romans twelve one and two. Mm -hmm. I appeal to okay. you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies, mm -hmm. your bodies, mm -hmm. as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable yes. to God, which is your reasonable service, or it has in the ESV your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you can discern what is the will of God, that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. And so if you mm -hmm. really dissect those words, you, of course, you see worship is actually in the verse in this particular version. But you see that what the worship was born out of was sacrifice. So Old Testament sacrifice, New Testament. Now we have our bodies being the sacrifice or the offering to God, which means that everything that we do, everything that encapsulates us, that means our thoughts, that means our will, that means our words. All of those things become right. worship. And so, again, mm. it, it's, not, it's not ritualistic, it's not legalistic, but it's an entire lifestyle. It's, it's like our life's work. Like if you hear an artist talk about right. their life's work, this is our life's work. I yeah. worship to God. And then, real, real brief, uh, again, based on what Jerry Rich was talking about, I want to go to Matthew 6, and we're going to go to 19. And, and talk about, uh, you know, he was talking about treasures and the, the, the man or woman who's been diligent in their service and who hasn't seen the fruits, the secular fruits of their labor um, and, and having that wear at them and wear on them. And so if we look at Matthew six nineteen, it says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in mm. and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so yes, what you yes, have right sir. there is, for that person who has that moment of, of, of weakness where they think in their flesh and not in their spirit, where they see other people as opposed to keeping that vertical relationship, they're looking horizontal to see what, the next man is doing what the next man has, 
that that right there, that passage right there, allows them to come back to reality in their in, in their Christian walk, and and they can they can inhale and exhale and just say, Lord, forgive me for looking left and right or, or forward or backwards to see where my blessings measure it up, as opposed to looking to you, looking into the hills from which come up my help. Knowing my help comes from you. Mm -hmm. Knowing that everything that I need comes from you. You are my sustenance. You. you are my substance. You, you, you are the measuring stick. Your pleasure, your approval, and not man's approval, not man's version of what success or the trappings of what the world may think a success is. No. Whatever God says it is, that's what I want to aspire to. Amen. Amen. And you keep right on inspiring, young man, because the spirit of God will lead you. Apostle John Ross, we have a few minutes left, sir. Can you go ahead and summarize your thoughts on this topic of what is acceptable to God? Well, what comes to mind is I had a chance to be on uh, We Praise Radio with with uh, Sister C and, and Brother Irwin this week, and God gave me a little thought that I wanted to share with Next Man Up Seven, and it's coming from John 17 and 17, which declares, sanctify them by the truth, your word is truth. And the contemporary version says, your word is the truth, so let this truth make them completely yours. And that should be the desire of all of God's children. We also understand that God must reveal the truth, but he's going to reveal it only according to his words. So that means that we should live honestly and truthfully with one another according to the love that God and Jesus has for us. With that in mind, we should yes. never live our lives or handle situations where it seems that God has to decide either God's word or us in our sinful ways or try to make it seem like God has to choose his word over the other person, especially when we know that we have done wrong. Many times we try to trap God and we want to to want God to pick us over someone else. But in Acts, the fifteen chapter in the ninth verse, it declares, it says, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their faith. Hallelujah. So that truth makes yes. us free. So we should not try or want to mistreat each other or once we have learned the truth with the spirit of meekness is what we should use when we have conflicts arise and that's within the body of Christ or the church. So that is the little word, the little nugget that I wanted to leave even with the next man up summit. We Hallelujah. need to repent and get our hearts right with God. We need to do a three so that we can have an acceptable offering we need to not do a 360 degree turn because 360 degrees takes you right back into the same mess we need a 180 degree turn because we need to go the opposite direction back to God through Jesus Christ so that our offerings and our lives will be acceptable and holy and acceptable unto God. Amen, amen. Bless you, bless you, Apostle John E. Ross. And we are wrapping this up with the last few minutes that we have left, um, uh, Dr. Paul Kelly. And then we're going to have uh, a closing prayer. So, Dr. Kelly, go ahead, sir. We have a few minutes. I appreciate it. You'll go ahead and summarize what is acceptable to God before we end this powerful broadcast. 
Absolutely. Absolutely, man of God. And first and foremost, once again, thank you, sir, for sharing your wisdom. Amen. As moderator, Mr. Uh, Ron Jefferson, we really appreciate you, sir, literally. Amen. And we also appreciate the commentary uh, that is offered to this powerful platform by Mr. Brandon. Yes. Amen. Uh, we really, really yes. applaud each of us on this platform. But um, in the closing remarks, man of God, I must be obedient, be obedient to the question and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. As an acceptable, being an acceptable, uh, our acceptable offer to God and our praise and worship and also understanding who God is. Amen. To yes. just to touch a little bit on Mr. Brandon's, amen, and Matthew 6 and 19, amen, don't lay up your treasures on earth. That is mm. a true fact, theologically, amen, and literally laid them up in heaven. John Ross referenced John 17 and 17. Your word is the truth. Abel's sacrifice was the truth yeah. we find, amen, when it comes to worship, Mr. Jefferson, amen, and to our listening offer, giving, giving in obedience, we find Abel, and I'm, and I'm through, this, this is powerful, amen, Abel was the second child born into the world, but the first one to obey God. All we know about this man, my brothers, on tonight, is that his parents, his mom and dad, his 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 mother and his father, Eve, amen, they, they were shut he was a little shepherd boy. But he presented yes, pleasing sacrifice to God. He did that. And his short life was ended at the hands of his jealous older brother. We can all look around and see that today. His jealous brother came. Sure can. So the Bible does not tell us, and I'm finished, the Bible doesn't tell us why God liked Abel's gift or dislike Cain's. But both Cain and Abel knew what God expected, which goes back to your commentary question. Only Abel obeyed, and throughout history, we find Abel is remembered for his obedience and his faith. And I finished with Hebrews 11 and 4, and he, he was called righteous. Yes, sir. Amen. Come on, Matthew 23 and 35. Uh -huh. And the Bible is filled with come God's on, general on. guidance. Come on, my brother. And expectations for our yeah. lives. So as I finish this, it is also filled with a more specific, a specific direction, as Mr. Jerry Roy said, a specific direction. And to helping our men and our fellow men and brothers and sisters. We don't have to worry about what our neighbors have. What we must do is worship God in spirit and in truth like Abel. And we must obey. Praise God. This is great, man. This That's it, man. That's all yeah. I got, man, in obedience to you, sir. <laughs> to God. Amen. Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome men of God. I pray God will continue to bless you. In closing, I just want to say King David said in First Chronicles 21 and 24, he said that, I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So if you want to know if it's acceptable, one thing you can ask yourself is, is this the best? Is this my first fruit or is this really going to be of significance? Is this going to cost me something? Thank you, awesome man of God. Listen, we want you to continue to uh, tune in to this powerful Christian media, don't y'all dare go nowhere because we still have wonderful entertainment for you. And that is, of course, none other than Jerry Royce Live as well as Paula G. 
Ye, and they will have uh, upcoming guests, and it will be a blessing. Just tell me, and then Christian Private Life will be following them. Father God, I thank you for your spirit. Thank you for rising up thank in you, us to be men of God, to be leaders, to be servant leaders, dear God, to be voices, to be instruments to be used by you. We pray that you will continue to bless this broadcast, this ministry, everyone on this panel, as well as the listeners, because we trust in you. You are awesome and mighty God, and besides you, there is no other. So until we meet again, I pray that God will bless each and every one. And thank you for tuning in for Next Man Up. Man, Summit. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Feel the power. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power? Feel the power. A double XI. Positive Power 21.org. Internet Radio. You are listening to Jerry Royce Live Worldwide Podcast. All right, family, thank you for tuning in to Next Man Up. That's right, Online Summit Men's Podcast. That's right, that was our moderator, Ron E. Jefferson from Fire, the Gospel Experience. Check him out on Saturdays, and you can check him out on PositivePower21.org. Check out his channel, his archive, all his shows, if you missed them. Or you catch him live right here in the morning and at night on Mondays. That's right, him at Bonafide Talk. With Pastor Falana. That's right, everybody's here on Positive Power. We got Dr. Singleton coming back in November. We're looking forward to that. So don't forget, y'all, we got Beyond the Beat is coming back also on Thursday with Dr. T. You know, it's Dr. Trinnell coming out of Florida. We pray that they okay. That's right, they got slammed pretty bad by Michael. Yeah, we keep them in prayer, everybody. I'm Jerry Woods Live Worldwide. Hang in there with us, y'all. We got Paula G. The Voice. Muted. What's up, Paula G. The Voice? Unmuted. I hit the wrong button. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm well. You hit the wrong button. Yeah, I hit the wrong button. Robot was acting crazy in here today. He all right now. So I heard. So I heard. You hit no, you you got a lot of buttons to hit, so I I can understand that yeah, hitting the wrong yeah, button. Yeah, because I was looking at the guys, and and I think when I was trying to, to turn you on, they were dropping out, and then I hit the wrong button. Mm-hmm. So how how you doing? So how are you? What's up? And wonderful by this hurricane. It's all good. Tuesday. What, what is this? Third Friday. Wednesday. What's the day? Friday. Friday. So it was. A, <laughs> It was Wednesday where we got, at least here in the Atlanta area, the rain, because, you know, Wednesday's my show night on mm-hmm. Survival Radio Network. We got the rain, the, the torrential rain, the, you know, rain that comes down in sheets where you can't see out your windshield and you got to drive at like 10 miles an hour with with your flashes on, you know, that kind of rain and the wind and, you know, the, the remnants. I'll say we got the remnants here in Atlanta, but other areas of Georgia really got slammed, mm. you know, with that, with, with that hurricane. Yeah. And, it, you know, isn't it amazing how large those storms can be how how the 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 most uh destructive part of it can be in one like in the at the tip of florida mm-hmm. but we can feel it all the way up here in, in georgia people yeah. in north carolina can feel it through the rains and and the thunderstorms and the winds and the potential tornadoes it's it's 
Whew. Yeah, it is. Um, when I think of it, amazing. Yeah, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, it's. I'm not gonna say it's funny, but you know, it's it's crazy that that's happening now because you know when a few years ago when we used to get hit really hard in the north, like whenever New England was getting like really bad to wrestle snowstorm, we just knew we was going to get a lot of that here in Baltimore, especially if they said it's going to hit New York. We were, if they say it's going right. to hit New York and DC, we know Merlin, know they we're going to be blanketed because that means it's, it's going to send a lot of snow going across to hit DC. So anytime they say, okay, we're getting hit hard in New England with 15 mm-hmm. uh, feet of snow. Those Right. Yep. And then you're talking about DC expected nine feet. Oh, we know we're going to get 12, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Exactly. So exactly. It, so, yeah. So it can blanket you I remember like that. those. Yeah, I remember those because I grew up in New England. So I remember those Nor'easterners when I was, when I was growing up. And, man, that snow was like almost up to the, the second level of the house. And that's no joke. Because it, you know, it would it would come down and then it would drift, you know, and it would it would just be. I mean, the telephone pole you could maybe see a quarter of it, you know, on the mm-hmm. the top of the telephone pole. That's how much snow, you know, would hit. And plus, being right on the coast, you know, yeah, you yeah. get all that snow. So, like you said, by the time you hit New York and D.C. and Maryland, like y'all catch it. Yeah, y'all catch we got it. We got We. I think we better be. Be prepared this year, uh, Merliners and Washingtonians. I think we need to go look at our tires, <laughs> our treads, because I think, um, you know, we got so much rain this summer. This is the most yeah. I can remember in a long time, except for in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We had, like, I mean, we got hit really early. But we starting to see some of that time come back, because at one time, that area called Woodlawn, Woodlawn, they yeah. used to have amusement park. Yeah, I remember. A lot of people didn't know. Did you remember mm-hmm. them having amusement park? A lot of people don't, I don't know remember. that. I'm, I remember Woodlawn, but I don't remember them having an amusement. Yeah, Did they be- have an amusement yes, park? This, I don't remember. This was before your time. They actually yeah. had an amusement mm-hmm. park. I think it was called Gwen Oak Park or something like that. They had a... They had a um, mm-hmm. No, it wasn't called Gwen Oak Park, but they did have an amusement park. <laughs> I got to ask my father what the name of it was. They had a big wooden roller right. coaster. That's what they were known for. And that thing got wiped out by the <laughs> 70s flood. I mean, that whole area got... Because they have a creek that runs... Through the area. And there's actually underground creeks as well because a lot of people that own townhouses with basements have been really affected. Because I know a church member, yeah. they actually had gotten really, really sick. And they had they actually relocated to Florida. It, it was, so in other words, they've been getting experiencing a lot of mold in their basement because right. of the underground streams. And a lot of those properties are rental, yeah. so you know what the deal is. You know. They, mm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Well, they said we're going to have a rough winter. One of the newscasters, it was a couple of weeks ago, and they said that you know we we might have to brace ourselves for a rough winter. But it it was a rainy summer here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, it I rained think all quite of a bit. It rained a lot. I think you guys are going to see some snow because didn't you guys see a little bit last year too? We saw a little bit last year, but you know the thing that gets us is the ice. It's yeah, not that's right. so much the snow because it really, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in New England, you know, snow is relative. But it was the ice. That's the thing that gets us is the ice. Yeah, we used to we used to you see know, that. We used to get the ice storms. Yeah. We wake up and the trees are coming down and the streets yeah. is glazed. You the know? branches are falling. Yeah, and walk on the sidewalks, mm-hmm. got to walk the ground. And last year we had a couple of those days too because I remember when I took Mimi out, I had to pick her up. 
and uh, walk across the grass because it takes a lot for the ice to really ice over the asphalt. So you can't step on the concrete because that's ice up first. Right. So that was the only way right. I was able to take get her across the street to walk her. And we walked in the grass, mm-hmm. you know, which was still covered with ice, but not as it wasn't as slippery, you know. So, right. Yeah, everybody get you ready, you know, food. for those of you on the East Coast. So, um. Oh, so yeah. so uh, that, so uh, I know you said you weren't you weren't ready for this. We, we got the new format on Positive Power. We got the next man up hitting us at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then we got late night with mm-hmm. Paula G and Jerry was live, and then we go yes. to the the Christian party line with the ladies of radio. Party line. That's right, twelve o'clock. Friday nights are, Friday nights is the bomb. That's right, and family. Back to back. The, the thing that's that's, uh, that's that's really awesome about what's going on, and we're working off of one commentary. All of us is, is coming and starting, and a lot of people don't know this, is going to be starting with Pastor's Time on Tuesday. Dr. Paul Kelly mm-hmm. will open up with the commentary that's written by Brandon Royce, and then that will carry on through Next Man Up all the way through to Christian Party Line. So we're having a guest. We normally yeah. have guests on Late Night with uh, Paula G. Jerry Rose Live. And we have Just Tammy is coming on. She's actually a gospel artist, but, but she's also an advocate for uh, domestic violence. So she's going to be here shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be calling in and okay. get a chance to, uh, you know, follow, follow yeah. her journey with Paula yeah. G. All right. Yeah. So Paula G, tell but everybody about the, the show. Tell us about what's going on with my journey. Oh, W-A-T-C. What's up? My journey is just, it has been, a, it has been and continues to be a blessing. And I have to continue to thank you, Jerry, for Amen. your vision, for entrusting your vision to me and just taking me on this journey with you. But my journey has just blown up. We are on WATC2, Channel 57, here in Atlanta, 1130 on Thursday mornings. Also, you can access through Roku TV, Hulu TV, Apple TV, Truly. I've got to say that right. (laughs) Truly. uh, Truly TV. Also on DeKalb 25, DeKalb TV 25. So if you live in the Atlanta area and you're in the uh, Decatur, DeKalb County area, Mm -hmm. Thursday mornings at at 11. Yes. At 11. Thursday mm-hmm. mornings at 11. Yes, you can access us on the Cab 25, but you can also access music video profiles with Sky, uh, Gumdrop, Gospel Magazine. It's also on the Cab 25. Mm-hmm. We're also on CT and the Miss, out of Mississippi. We'll be coming on there, WEPH. So it has just, it really has been a blessing, and I've developed a relationship with WATC here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I have had the opportunity to be a guest on Atlanta Live, where I've shared a bit about my journey, the show, and what it will be about, as, and also my personal testimony. Also, have been have had the opportunity to be the prayer report person in the prayer All room right. on Atlanta Live, right. and that really has been. Just that experience itself has just been a blessing to be in there that 90 minutes during the show when Atlanta Live is, while Atlanta Live is airing, the volunteers and the prayer people are calling in with the prayer request and the individuals in the room are praying with these people and it's just something about the spirit that's moving in that room with all of the prayers that are being poured out to those individuals that are praying for these people. So when you see the prayer report person, if it's myself or someone else coming on for those, you know, 90 seconds to give that report, we're giving a lot of 
prayer reports, uh, praise reports, people who have given their lives to Christ in that 90 seconds, you know, trying to share with everyone just what is going on in that, in that prayer room. So that's probably one of the most powerful parts of that experience uh, for me. And a lot of people really don't, you don't really get to see, you know, what's going on because you're watching the show, of course, but you don't really get to see what's going on behind the scenes and in that prayer room at WATC, but just a wonderful family there, Channel 57, uh, both WATC and WATC2, lots of, um, you know, great programming, and then just having the opportunity to be on that network, because it's one of the major networks here in Atlanta, and my show was on before Babby Mason, for for those of you who know Babby Mason, you know, she's like, to me, she's like the Oprah of, 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 Christian TV. <laughs> so to have a slot, you know, ahead of hers, and I also had the opportunity to meet her because when I went over there to sign the contract, she was in studio recording her shows. And after she finished her recording, she came over and I introduced myself and we and we spoke and just had a, had a great conversation. Wonderful person, wonderful, wonderful person. So I'm excited about the opportunities. I'm excited about the doors that are opening. Uh, picked up two more sponsors today, yeah, uh, yeah. DC's African Clothing here in Atlanta. Just a uh, wonderful, wonderful clothing establishment that has donated some uh, wardrobe to Paula G. And also Virtuous Lady Shoes here in the Atlanta area with uh, Reverend Joanne McNair, who is the owner and uh, sponsoring by, uh, you know, donating some, some shoes. Because, you know, Paula, Paula G. needs something to wear. That's right. During her clues. 13 episodes. That's right. That's right. Season two <laughs> coming clothes. up. That's right. And don't forget to mention your other, your other um, sponsors. You know, mention your... You know, Click Photography, oh, yes. Survival Radio, yes, Click Positive Photography, Power. Survival Radio Network, Positive Power, uh, My Coffee Shop. You know where we had the Facebook Live. We had the Facebook Live, the meet and greet. Miss Linda at My Coffee Shop, and she is such a beautiful person. I mean, she just opened up her her shop to us and my family and friends that came out that celebrated with us and 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 donated and are still supporting and and. You know, just just being a wonderful, wonderful blessing. I mean, this experience has just been, you know, almost overwhelming. It's it's so, you know, it's such a blessing when you when you have a vision and you pray. You know, we were talking about uh, offerings and genuine offerings to 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 God when you pray for a vision that you have or a desire that you have and that desire lines up with His Word or that desire lines up with uh, his purpose his purpose uh for you and those doors begin to open and that's how you know that it's that it lines up with his purpose because those doors begin to open and as those doors begin to open you got to recognize when the doors are opening and you have to recognize and and discern when the doors are opening and you know which way to go because he leads you and guides you through those doors so Mm -hmm. it's just been a, a blessing um appreciative of having the opportunity Positive Power, has, the family has been wonderful. Survival Radio Network with Clark Garrison family has been wonderful. Clicks Photography, you know, taking a lot of the photos, mm-hmm. uh, some of which are on my website, which is magnificent. Y'all have to go out to my website. Much love and thanks to you, my brother, <laughs> Jerry Roy, Batman. Batman. <laughs> the Batman. Yes, com. All right, visit it, y'all. Check Just it out. Th- 
Check yes, it out. just an amazing, amazing, amazing job. That's right. Newsletter and, update. Uh, you can go to your newsletter now, right? Yes, yes. My oh, we got to get your subscribe page. That's what I forgot. I forgot website. to put the subscribe button on there. That's what I just remembered. The what part? The, the button? subscribe button. Oh, the People subscribe can button? go subscribe. Don't mm-hmm. go out there and subscribe yet because it's not there, but you can still visit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. So, it, you know, it's it's just been, and just all of my, my uh, supporters, I don't have my list in front of me, and I don't yeah, want to start naming well, names. Well, we just, we just do the business. the show's over, I'll yeah. make sure I have. Well, just do the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Pastor's Time, um, yeah. Bible School, PTI. Pastor's Time. That's right, pastorstime.com. PTI. Visit it, y'all. My coffee shop. Yes, yes. Website make sure you visit um, Pastor's Time. That's right. International Bible College. That's right. Just a lot of amazing courses and you know if you want to enhance your knowledge of the word of god pastor's time international bible college that's is right. the place to go to do that right. y'all heard next you can man check out their website. That's right that's what oh, you yeah. get that's the kind of stuff that we we're, we're developing mm-hmm. here you know we want this to be a you know you know you have people looking for one teaching churches shop. yeah you want people looking for teaching churches now and that was one of the things that you know that was alluded on tonight's program being acceptable God is like, you know, it's like you really want to go into church and and be taught, you know. You know how some people say, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not really about school. Encourage me, motivate me. But you know, you know what they say mm. about when, when people you know, motivation can just, you know <laughs> don't stay with you forever. You need to be fed. You know? You need yeah. to be fed, y'all. Yes. You know, you know- I had a guest on a while back, and, and the way he broke it down, he said motivation, he, he gave the analogy of motivation being cheerleaders on the football mm-hmm. field on Friday night, That's right. you know, and the crowd motivating the team and cheering the team right. on. And once the game is Come over, on, the motivation stops. Mm-hmm. But when you are transformed, when the transformation occurs, yes. that that's where a change occurs. Mm-hmm. You know, the motivation does need to take place for the transformation, but once the transformation occurs, that's where the change takes place. And that's an right. act of change in a per- you know, you see a change in a person. When somebody transforms, they're not who they used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're you they're a new that. person. Yeah. They're yeah. a new person, they're a different person. There's a transformation, you know, that that it's power. Uh, you know, that goes on. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just it, it's just been a blessing. It continues to be a blessing. We are about to record our next season next weekend. I'm excited hey. about that. Yes, yes. Coming up to to Wayne Wayne Manor Studios. That's right. Owens Mills, Merlin, Charm City. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yes. It's going to be exciting. You know, I'm looking forward to um, seeing some people I haven't seen in a while. Like uh, right now, we got Katrina Shaw been checking us out. She's shouting you out. Uh, Mm -hmm. I met Katrina a couple years ago. Uh, Matter of fact, it was funny, Katrina. I saw saw Dr. Shari Grant. I saw Shari Grant um, and her daughter at um, Target today. And um, she's she's an excellent. Oh, oh, she's a. This lady's a brilliant stage writer and i think i was telling you when i was talking to you that i just saw her and it was funny because yeah. you know that's how i met katrina through the at the stage play and and i'm gonna tell you sherry mm-hmm. grant pastor sherry grant is a remarkable it's, it's no reason why this lady should not be writing for some major network i mean her material is i mean this character that she has developed is so and she can plug mm-hmm. this character anywhere you know, she plays an old lady mm-hmm. in a in a nursing home, and she can oh, wow. play that part. I mean, I've been to at least to I think hill. three or four mm-hmm. plays, and 
all of them was and she actually, she actually had the the guy from the wire um Richard Burton was in it Richard Burton was in it and um you know that's how I get oh, wow. that's how okay. I get my film credit cuz we actually had an opportunity to film that event and um the cast was I was really hoping they wanted to air that you know that was like Joe and our first time really filming something you know big like that and I mean mm-hmm. I, I thought it came out nice but they said they weren't ready for cinematography they, they didn't think it was going to come out that good that's, that's what they told me and they weren't ready for it so I guess when you know I mm-hmm. think they might have been talking about, you know, maybe having a wardrobe person, maybe makeup mm-hmm. people, that kind of thing. So that's what they meant. You know, I guess right. but they did entertain right. the idea about doing something like that for the silver screen, but it, it, it never um, came apart. But, you know, never Grant, if you if you out there and you're listening, hey, we we, we still ready. You know, mm-hmm. we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and that sound that that sounds like guests on my journey mm-hmm. with Paula G, you know, where you have guests that where we've had guests and you have individuals that have this gift but may not realize that they have that gift. Mm-hmm. Or 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 are not, you know, are not acting on it or allowing it to blossom or maybe they feel they can't or what you know, what have you. Yeah, who knows? But man, I mean, you know, we lady. all can't yeah. She we is, all can just kinda of step out. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of stage plays. She's got plays. a lot in her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of stage plays. And I mean, hers, you know, I mean, there's just something special about her writing. And, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know why, you know, she's not writing for, you know, I think, big productions. I don't know why. You, I don't know. I think, I think some, and I can't speak for her, but I think sometimes people, it's such a part of them that they don't realize you know, it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like this, yeah. this is something that, that she knows she's is, good. It's amazing that you yeah. can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knows yeah. she's good, but I don't mm-hmm. know what, mm-hmm. why, you know, she hasn't been discovered. I mean, that mm-hmm. lady, I mean, that's a character to remind you. I mean, to me, that character kills anything that Tyler Perry has put out there. I'm, I'm being honest, y'all. Mm-hmm. T- Katrina wow. tell you too, Katrina right out there right now, that, that character that she mm-hmm. play, <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I, I mean, I, I I was operating the camera and trying to hold back from laughing. <laughs> I mean, it was hard. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know, it could be it could be the season. Maybe yeah. it's, it's it's just not the right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're her season is coming. Yep, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. her season is coming. All right, well, it's you ready coming. to talk to just Tammy? You know, it's time for Batman going mute. You ready to talk to Just Tammy? She waiting to talk to you. She been <laughs> yeah. she been dealing with the storm and got power back on and everything. Yes. So she She's ready got a to lot talk. going on. All right. Well, here we go. It's Just She's Tammy. Talking. What's up, Just All Tammy? Right. What's up? How you doing? Hi, hi, Jerry. Hi, uh, Paula. How are you guys doing this evening? We fine. Wonderful. How are you? Is the better question. I am well. No complaints here. I'm alive. That's right. That's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely, absolutely yeah, that is a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. Well, you have had quite a journey, my sister. Quite a journey. Yes. So share with our audience your journey. What is your journey? Okay, well, um I go by the stage name just Tammy. Um, I love that name because um, it just basically allows you to know that I'm just simple. Um, What you see is what you get. No additives, Mm -hmm. no preservatives. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I am a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a grandma. Um, 
and of course I'm a daughter and I just love God. I just love God with everything in me and um been uh basically singing all my life. Um mm-hmm. I was born in Camden, South Carolina, started singing actually about the age of four years old. Um and um I love Camden, South Carolina. That I did. Um the unfortunate incidents uh pertaining to far as like my father and um we end up migrating up to New York. And so um in migrating up to New York, um I basically got into a lot of things. A lot of things. Right. Um I started uh basically being able to uh further far as my my singing uh in elementary school and then going to the performing arts uh far as middle school and then I end up in uh LaGuardia Performing Arts High School which is um Somewhat like to say fame. If you guys remember fame, you got to remember. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so, uh, basically, you know, walking down the halls, you got some that's dancing and you got mm-hmm. some of us that's singing and some of us that's playing instruments and things of that nature and just basically enjoying far as um, that side yeah. of life. Yeah. Just, you know, and yeah. not realizing that. God was going to uh, take me further, that he was actually mold, uh, molding me, um, mm-hmm. molding me into what I was to become. Um, never could understand that thing. I thought it was just far as me just, you know, loving to sing. And then I realized uh, at an early age that it was actually my ministry. Um, I realized at an early age that, um, I could not make it without God, uh, tried on so many levels, uh, try to run away from this thing and, um, but it did not work and I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm just, and I'm also, I'm, I'm a lover of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so um, especially like uh, young people, I just have a, a, a genuine love for being around for us and young people, and um, just so much. I just don't even really know where to begin. But um, as I, I, I did touch a little bit, far as four years old, uh, far as moving up towards New York, and that was back then. People really did not. Uh, conversate on mental illness. Yes. And so at that time, I grew up with a father that had, uh, that was bipolar and um, schizophrenia. Schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. And so I, we secretly, my mom, myself, and two brothers at that time, we moved up to New York uh, basically to be safe mm-hmm. and my my dad found us and in him finding us to just basically keep peace uh, she allowed him into the home and eventually uh, he came in one day or not 
you know, nice, nice way or whatever, but he mm -hmm. actually knocked down the door, literally knocked down the door. And by this time I was six years old. And I remember as far as, uh, my father went going into the kitchen and grabbing hold to a butcher knife. And he mm -hmm. literally opened my mother up in front of me. Mm. Um, with her being pregnant with another little brother inside her womb, uh, glory be to God, she made it. She yeah. absolutely made it. And so, but all of these uh, different things, I, I, I was one that, you know, eventually I started hanging out into the streets, and mm -hmm. I know and I, and I understand uh, so much about far as the streets and far as, uh doing things that I thought I was big and bad enough to do and uh, never being on drugs but being a part of the distribution and just understanding so much and but did not at that time and, mm -hmm. and you know, the ones that I would hang with, they would constantly tell me, why are you here? Mm, <laughs> and they could I see would, something in you. Right, and they and I would say, you know, what what do you mean? Why am I? I'm doing what you guys are doing, and it's mm -hmm. like, mm, no, you you don't quite balance out like how we do, and it was like, are you guys kidding me? It's something different, and um, I just yeah, and so something different. Uh, it it, it really was, and I I at that time could not see it and. In all of this, I maintain far as going to church. I maintain far as uh, going to school. Um, by the time that I graduated from high school, I was able to sing classical music in five languages. Wow. And um, n again, not realizing that God was just putting some things in inside of me. I began to... Uh, perform plays and, and, and write plays. And, um, I've sang far as Apollo and again, but at those, at that time, I thought it was just singing, mm -hmm. but I understand that all that I have been through, mm -hmm. it's not about singing. It's about ministry. Yeah. And survival. It's a, Yes. And survivor, because I would imagine, and you, you, you can certainly uh, speak to it, I would imagine at the, the age of four where it, you, you began to sing, but it also sounds like where you were introduced to what became years of trauma. Yeah. Whereas music and the because you because I'm, as I'm listening to you and you're and you're speaking to you know maintaining the church and maintaining the school those were were uh, maybe safe places if you will as far as a solid uh, foundation. Absolutely. Yeah, and then the, the the music, the classical music, and singing in different languages were your means of what's a good word? I don't want to say escape, but a means well, it, of survival, maybe. It, but you you know what? It, it, you can somewhat say, far as an escape, uh, yeah. it was from the the reality. Yeah, the reality. Yeah. And yeah. so, but see, I bless God because all of those things mm -hmm. made my reality today. 
It made yeah. my reality today. All part it, of the it, it helped me to understand far as my my calling. It helped me to understand my purpose, which is to minister. Not only to minister, uh, but to serve mm-hmm. in any capacity uh, that I am needed in. There's well, nothing too you- great. How how were you as a, as a child when these things were happening? Because you're at, you're at, you're at the point of your of your life where you realize the, these are areas that I am to minister in. As a child, can you take us back and, and help us to kind of understand what was going through your mind as a child? How were you processing it as a child? All of these Honestly, things that were happening. Honestly. I didn't feel that it was abnormal. Yeah, I was just going to so say that. When, that was your yeah, norm. That was your norm. Right, yeah. right. Was, and so, you know, I to tell anyone else my story uh, and the looks, and it's like, oh my gosh! And then, yeah. it, but at that time, you don't realize the seriousness of the right. matter. You actually learn to. Uh, swallow that pill and keep on moving. Right, coexist with it. You learn to coexist yeah. with it because it's absolutely it's your, yeah because it's your norm, you right. know. And it it it's only when you look back at it and you say, "My God, right." You know, we have a different like, wow. Different I lens. am a survivor. <laughs> like yeah. really, yeah. I am a survivor, and you know. Yeah. But again, I'm just even through. All of that, it was like the good, the bad, the ugly. It was like God truly kept me. And so yeah. the more that, or should I say, all that I was going through, I would sing my way through those things, through those situations. Mm-hmm. I would sing, and, and, and the more I would sing, the, the stronger I became. Yes. Uh, the more... I became closer to God the more, uh, or shall I say, the less fear I had, the mm-hmm. more of a, a, a desire, a determination to go out into the streets. And so it was, it, it was more so to my understanding that, you know, it's one thing to sing in the sanctuary, to minister in the sanctuary, but I am built for the streets. And God helped me to understand that uh, it's for me to go out there because how can I have fear of where I came from? Right. What I understand, who I understand. And Mm -hmm. so I bless God because even now I get to minister to, even now I get to speak to those that I grew up with. Even now I get to speak to those that I walk side by side and doing wrongful things with. And Mm -hmm. they have the utmost respect for me. Not one person can actually say that they hold it over my head. They actually come out and say, I knew that. It's like, what do you mean? Mm. Uh, you never actually um, matched in. You you never actually fell in alignment with, you know, you was always different. It was always something different about you. And so it was like almost to say they were saying, we was waiting for you to realize it. Yeah, because they, <laughs> because they could see it, you know. And it, you, Absolutely. 
Your journey reminds me of, you know, the, the scripture where it says, you know, God will not put more on you than you can bear. And he Absolutely. will supply your needs. You know, he gave mm-hmm. you the, the the music to help you coexist with your current situation and thereby equipping you to speak to his people that may not know him and speak to Amen. them in such a manner that they receive it and accept it. Amen. So using all of those, using all of those experiences, kind of gelling all of those experiences together to bring you to where you are, to put you in the position that only you can do because he's equipped you to do it, to minister to, to those that others may not be able to reach. Amen. That's, that's, that's Amen. huge. Amen. That is really so you huge. can basically uh, see why uh, my song, my, my single, Victorious. Yes. I am victorious. victorious through it all. Yes. Through it all. Through the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. It, it, it all worked for my good because I love the Lord yes. with everything in me that no one can tell me any different. Mm-hmm. And right. so I just want to be that one that whereas I, I, I don't want to be puffed up. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to put on a front because I understand something. Someone had to pray for me. Yes. Someone had to pray for me because I didn't do this on my own. Someone had to be praying for me and like the song said, and had me on their mind and took the time out to pray for me. And I'm so glad that they Mm -hmm. prayed. And so being that I understand that somebody had done that for me, that means now it's my turn. Yes. Now it's my turn. And I, I, I have to, and I owe so much to God. Mm-hmm. I owe so much to him. And, and so I understand it, that there's nothing so great or so awesome yeah. about me, but his grace and his mercy yeah. and his love for me and his kindness and looking beyond my faults exactly. and still yet deeming me worthy to yeah. carry out for him. Yes, and that's encouraging to someone because what it says is that regardless of what you can or cannot see with your carnal eye, that that's you've right. got to, as long as you're living and breathing and you wake up every morning, regardless of how mm-hmm. desperate and um, as much despair as you may think you're in, to keep moving forward and to keep fighting because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And I think there's a testimony to that by what you just said about someone was praying for you. You, 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 you realize that now, but you may not have realized that then that behind the scenes, you probably had a whole lot of prayer warriors around you. You didn't even realize that. (laughs) Yes. As you were out there on that battlefield, had all these prayer warriors, yet you had the wherewithal to keep moving. You didn't give up. You didn't stop. You know, you kept moving. So that, that, let me tell you, Mm-hmm. I remember being a teenager and I remember making the decision to live for God and I didn't quite know how to do it, but I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that, um, I had to be perfect. And so mm-hmm. I actually tried to be perfect and 
every time that even when I didn't even know if I sinned or not, I just kept asking God for forgiveness. And then it, it got to the point whereas I wanted to be perfect, but at the same time, I kept messing up. And mm. so I would mess up and then I would come back and I would pray to God and I'd say, God, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. And then I would try my best. Mm-hmm. And yet I would mess up again and I would come back to God and I would say, God, I'm so sorry. And then I mm-hmm. got to the point and I said, God, I know you're tired of me. I know that you're tired of hearing from me because I can't get it right. Mm-hmm. I keep trying, but I keep messing up. And I say, God, you know what? I'm a waste. Don't even waste no more time on me. Because you know what, God? I'm not going to get any better. Because Mm. I keep messing up no matter how hard I try. I keep messing up. I can't get it right. Just let me go, God. Just let me go. Mm. You don't even waste no more. Fine, you can do... Somebody else will do better than I can. So just... Mm -hmm. I, th- it's okay. Don't even. I'm not even going to waste no more prayers on you, because you know what? You don't even have to hear me no more. Because I can't do this. I can't get it right. And I remember going to church on that Sunday, mm-hmm. and I never expressed that to anyone. And I remember going to church on that Sunday, and one of the mothers of the church came to me, and she whispered in my ear. She said, he said, I'm not tired of you. He Mm. said, I am not giving up on you. There's nothing that you can do that is so wrong that I will leave you, that I will turn my back on you. I'm not giving up on you. I don't care how long it takes, how much it takes. Mm Keep on pressing. Don't give up. Keep on. I got you. I knew who you were before I brought you here. I knew you when you were in your mama's womb. Your mama's womb. I knew about you. I knew what I had embedded in your mother. So there's nothing that you can do or that you can say that would surprise me. I already know what I have set up for you. So you keep on holding on. And she let me know that it was nothing but the work of the enemy that was in my ear. Mm-hmm. That was whispering that God did not, that, that, that I was a failure, that God didn't want to be bothered anymore. And I truly believe that thing at that time. So mm-hmm. for anyone that is listening, it's never too late. There's nothing that you can say, that you can do, that God cannot deliver, that God cannot make you free, that God will give up on you. He still yet loves you. Hold on. You know, you know, Tim, you, you kept saying that you kept messing up but coming back, messing up but coming back. Amen. And what, what, what I would like for you to do at some point Go back and listen to this podcast because as you were sharing that Tim's testimony, I was hearing the lyrics of a song, my sister. I was hearing the lyrics of a song. I'm not tired of you. I'm not giving up on you. I was hearing the lyrics of a song. Hey, God. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> so I hear you. Listen, what you just what the what you just shared in the last few minutes. What you just said. Oh, I hear the lyrics of a song. Mm. My God. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I keep I messing up, but I kept coming back. I keep messing up, mm. but I kept I come. Back. I don't know what the title is. Yeah, I know you'll figure that out. But to go back and listen to because what what you just shared was just so powerful, and I know you helped someone within the listening, you know, hearing of this show that I know you help someone because there's so many people that, you know, they get so blinded by what is in front of them. They get so blinded by what they can't see, think, comprehend beyond that. You know what I'm saying? And again, it goes back to, to what we were saying earlier, like what you were saying earlier, somebody was praying for you because for you to, to get to the point where you're telling God, you know, God, look, don't waste no more time on me, no more prayers, just let me go. Yes, right. you're here tonight having this conversation with me on this show at 11.47 p.m. on Friday night. Speak to the fact that behind the scenes, somebody, somebody's, not somebody, mm-hmm. was, was praying for you, was Amen. praying for you. And that's powerful right there to encourage and, and help individuals because we, we sometimes we get we get so overwhelmed and it's like we're drowning in right. all of these things that are occurring in our lives. You know, but like you said, you know, we keep messing up but we gotta come back. We gotta come back. Right. We gotta come back. And speaking that's of right. comebacks, we're gonna take a music break, Tammy. Your song, Victorious, we're going to allow that to minister to us at this moment. And if you're just joining us, this is Jerry Late Night with Jerry Woods Live and Paula G. We're speaking to my sister, just Tammy. She has just rendered a powerful, powerful testimony. If you're just joining us, I encourage you to go back and listen to this, this podcast. Please share this file as well as we go into a song break listening to Victorious.
Hey, 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 my name is Davis and I'm from hey. Haiti, but I'm living in Dominican Republic. I'm here, Prozive Power 21. Jerry was live worldwide. Amen, amen. We are back, and this is Late Night with Jerry Royce Live and Paula G with my guest, Tammy Flowers, who has just given a powerful testimony. We just heard her beautiful piece entitled Victorious, and indeed she is victorious because she has weathered the storms and she has refused to lose. And any of you that are out there that are listening that may have just joined us, I invite you to go back and listen to this podcast, listen to her testimony, and be encouraged because if you are going through a storm, you know, we all have storms in life. We all have these physical storms of nature. But the thing about storms, as the lyrics of the song, said is that the storms do pass, the sun does shine, but we've got to persevere through. We've got to persevere through. Tammy, what what is in store for you? What looking ahead, what is in store for you? Well, um, I'm already working on a book. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh mm-hmm. and I'm already uh working on far as the next album. Yes. Ooh, now that sounds yes. exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. So exciting. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we've got a book in store. We've got our, our album in store. And you mentioned earlier a little bit of theater and, and plays. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I've already written a play, and I've actually uh, produced and had it uh, go forth uh, mm-hmm. in the state of Pennsylvania. So I'm also looking for, and it's so weird that you actually, actually you know, brought that up. <laughs> um, I'm actually um, looking to bring it back forth, um, and I'm so excited about that because it's basically, it's my life. Yeah. It's my life. Yeah. And so, um, I'm, and it's called Circles, so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited about that. Um, and one thing that we don't talk about um, a lot is the generational curses. And so that is very, very uh, important to understand as far as uh, generational curse and, and, and how to break that thing. Yeah. And so um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Excellent. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. We thank you for being so transparent and, and sharing such a transparent Genuine testimony. I know you have encouraged someone out there, someone's out there. Your music, that was beautiful lyrics to that song, and and like I said, go back and listen to this podcast. Cause I'm telling you, there's another, there's another song in there. There's I'm another song. I, you supposed? Yes, I'm going to definitely do that. You spoke those lyrics. We, we we appreciate you. We love you, and we just thank you for joining us. And I just want to pray over you thank briefly, you. Father God. We just thank you for for the blessing of the sister and her her testimony, Lord. We just thank you for bringing her through the many storms of her life, Lord. We thank you for giving her the gifts that you have given her to withstand the storms in her life, Lord, and the gifts that you have given her, as well as the storms that have prepared her to minister to others as she does um, now, Father. We thank you for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you are about to do in this, Sister Lord, and we ask, Lord, that you continue to incline your ear to her prayers and meet her 
at her point of need. These and all the blessings we do ask in your son's precious and holy name. We say amen. My sister, thank you so much for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you share this file. We're going to go to music break. And when we come back, we're going to transition to the Christian party line with my sister Shay Sams, co-hosting with Chanel Lynn Malloy, Patrice Jackson, and yours truly. This is Late Night with Jerry Worth Live and Paula G. right here on Positive Power 21. We'll be back in a few moments. All right, family, thank you for tuning in. That was Late Night with Jervis Live Worldwide and Paula G, the voice. And we want to thank our guest, Just Tammy, for joining us. And that was her beautiful song, Victorious. You can find that on Amazon. And you also can find it on my, um, my Facebook page. So go ahead and buy it. All right, so hang tight, y'all. We got Shay Samuels, the moderator, Chanel Lemelloy, Preach Girl, and Patrice Savvy Pro Jackson. The businesswoman. All right? Of course, Lady Wisdom will be here. All right, y'all, hang around. We'll be right back. Here's one called Season. You are listening to Jerry Royce Live's Worldwide Podcast. 